When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. Happy New Year, everyone. We close out the year by finishing up part two of our social distancing precautions on Magic Kingdom attractions. Find all episodes of this podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. We'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. If you'd like to support the podcast, check us out on Patreon.com slash DisneyDeciphered for bonus content. Or, if you're looking to plan a Disney vacation, let me be your travel agent at no cost to you. Get started today, Joseph Chung at travelmation.net. You can connect with the podcast anytime, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at WDWDeciphered on Twitter, or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Decipher. So this is our last episode of 2020. It is part two of our social distancing on Magic Kingdom attractions. Before we get started, since this is going to be a shorter episode, we just wanted to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everyone. Happy New Year. We're looking forward to a better 2021. And Leslie, thank you for doing this again with me for a whole other year. It was crazy, but we made it. Well, you know, we were starting to run out of topics, and so, you know, we got this giant curveball thrown our way. So I guess that has strangely saved us to keep going at this podcast, right? Yeah, yeah we're going to have to start over from uh, episode one. We're going to have to rewrite everything, rewrite the book on what it means to go to Disney World. But we will save that for 2021. But once again, everyone who has stuck around, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And we are looking forward to helping you to continue to save money, time, and stress on your Disney vacation in 2021. And hopefully some of us will actually get to have Disney vacations in 2021. So if we are going back to Disney World, you know, we are going to the Magic Kingdom and we are going to take a look at how social distancing has changed, you know, what is happening on the attractions. If you missed part one, that is one episode before this. So you can go back and check that out. We covered the basics and also Fantasyland. We're just going to continue here in part two with the attractions in the actual lands. And so we are going to start in Tomorrowland like we would normally do at a day at the Magic Kingdom, or at least I would normally do. So. Leslie, Astro Orbiter, the slowest loading ride in all of Walt Disney World. How has it become even slower during <laughs> the age of social distancing? Yeah, that's right. It already was like a complete and painful beast in terms of loading, but it's even less efficient now. So you've got one party per elevator and the line effect is, you know, pretty large. So this this is not the ride to ride during COVID. It's probably not the ride to ride most of the other times you take a trip, but it's been a long time since I've been on it. So if that tells you something. Yeah. I mean, in the past, you either rode it within the first hour of park opening or like at the very end of the day, like literally your last ride of the entire night going one party per elevator. I just cannot imagine 
how slow that is. It was already slow when you had multiple parties in the elevator. Moral of the story, Disney, build some stairs or at least a ladder. That would really help with uh, Astro Orbiter, which is a nice attraction when you're actually up there. Although it does kind of feel like you're going to fall out. So maybe it is not that nice. Anyway, social distancing, big effect. Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger spin. What's going on there, Leslie? So there, every other ride vehicle is being loaded. I mean, it's pretty much, you know, one couple or, you know, one couple and a kid or something squeezed in. And the effect is is medium, you know, of course, because it's always moving, like it is pretty efficient to keep people, you know, adding them into the vehicles. But it does have a pretty significant effect when you're only getting every other ride vehicle loaded. Right. But you don't want to be in a ride vehicle right next to someone else. You know, you're, you're kind of like right on top of those people. So you understand why they're doing it, but... Yeah, it does have an effect on the lines. Luckily, unlike Fantasyland, Tomorrowland has a lot of space. So they get pretty creative with these queues, but still there's a uh, space to walk. Space Mountain, they are loading one party per rocket. Now, just in case you forgot, at Disney World, unlike Disneyland, the rocket on Space Mountain is single file. And there's three people per rocket you know so there's three seats in each rocket and then two rockets go out at a time what they're doing right now is one party per rocket and so it has a small effect but it's kind of like the same concept as on all the other roller coasters where they're leaving one row between parties so you know it has a small effect because it's cutting down the capacity a little bit but it's not too bad and there's so much like queue space there's plexiglass in the queue on the inside and then there's that long corridor that you got to go through And, you know, like I said, they have all that space in Tomorrowland when the queue spills outside. Everyone that I've talked to says the Space Mountain queue moves pretty quickly. So, you know, even if the queue looks very long, uh, it moves quickly and it's not a huge effect on your overall wait time on Space Mountain. Tomorrowland Speedway, what's going on there is it's just one party per car, but you never rode in a car with random strangers at Tomorrowland Speedway. So the line effect is little to none. And I would also add that Since they have the modified Speedway course where it's a shorter ride now, I think that is helping people to move faster through Speedway as well. So in terms of actual effects from social distancing with Speedway, the queue besides being socially distanced is not that big. But yeah, we should mention at least this isn't the the world's most efficient attraction to start with. So it's not exactly fantastic to begin with. Yeah, I mean, it is not the most fantastic attraction, period. But your kids (laughs) are going to want to ride it, so... Yep. You know, just just know that uh, the wait time is not a lot longer than it would have been. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the wait time was going to be short in the first place. All right. Moving on to Liberty Square, skipping over Fantasyland because we covered that in part one. The only attraction open there right now to talk about is the Haunted Mansion. The uh, Rivers of America are still drained because uh, the river boat is under refurbishment. So Haunted Mansion, what's going on there, especially with the stretching room, Leslie? All right, before we talk Haunted Mansion, I mean, the Muppets are back in Liberty Square. So let's not say that there's only one thing going on in Liberty Square, right? All right, yes, but they are not scheduled. So we don't know when they're (laughs) going to pop out of the windows and wave at us and not talk because they uh, have not worked out the union contracts yet for the uh, voice actors. (laughs) That's right, right. that's right. But we're just so happy about that. All right, so Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. So you've got one party per Doom Buggy, which is pretty much the way it was. I mean, you can kind of fit three small people or two adults in those Doom Buggies. And Disney may leave ride vehicles empty between parties. I don't know if I've gotten reliable information as to what's actually happening on a daily basis. Have you gotten that, Joe? I think they generally do. But yeah, I've 
I've heard conflicting reports. You know, I reached out to a bunch of listeners before the show to see if vehicles are being left empty on like all these rides. And for the most part, I got yeses, but I got like one or two no's. But I do think, again, these doom buggies are really close to each other, like Buzz Lightyear, like Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. So I do think that they are leaving these doom buggies every other. Now, even despite that, the line effect overall is small. And a lot of that is because you're no longer waiting in the stretching room. The stretching room is just kind of I think it's just always stretched and then you just walk through it. I don't know how they're going to do that in Disneyland because that one's an actual elevator, right? But right now, because it's just a fake elevator, you know, you can just walk right through the stretching room and it's just part of the queue. Oh, that's right. So now I'm really intrigued as to what's going to happen at Disneyland. But, you know, we got a few more months to to have to worry about that, right? Stairs, (laughs) Disney. Invest in them. You know, they've they've, uh, taken care of us for centuries. So in the dark I, <laughs> yeah well, i mean i bet you like like they i mean there's de- there must be emergency stairs or something in disneyland so they just need to open them up and turn on the lights although i don't know we'll i see. don't know i wonder if there's another way to like enter the attraction at all like there potentially could be we'll find out somebody if you work at disneyland and you work at the haunted mansion we want to know what the uh, new socially distanced queue is going to look like yeah because they're not going to have one person, one party go down the elevator at a time like an astro orbiter. That is uh, not going to work. <laughs> we would be like, effect on lines, massive and debilitating. Yes. A uh, 200-minute queue for Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Sounds great. Future Joe here. Quick note before we get to Frontierland. Like we talked about in part one of the Magic Kingdom episode, Disney has started to fill in every row at a lot of roller coasters not quite yet for big thunder mountain and splash mountain but probably only a matter of time so just bear that in mind as you're listening to this since we recorded this in early december so Frontierland, two big attractions here big thunder and splash mountain but the social distancing guidelines on these are the same so what's happening at big thunder and splash mountain So same as what's happening on a lot of coasters, you've got one party per row, and then you leave a single row empty between parties. So if you've got a party of four, you're kind of taking up two slots, and then you're leaving one empty. So not a full 50% reduction. And so the effect on the line, I mean, these are both pretty efficient loading attractions i mean not not great but they're they they load pretty quickly so the effect on the line is is fairly small yeah the only issue is again uh just like with it's a small world if you listen to part one like splash mountain when they're running a lot of boats when like like when they've added more boats into it like a lot of times you are like waiting to get on one of these ramps before the big drop and stuff like that you know i've been stuck in the middle of uh the jump in place for like a very long time uh, because there's like a bunch of boats in front. So that being said, you know, you're already on the boat, so it doesn't feel like you're in a queue. So not too bad. So the bulk of the attractions that we're talking about today are in Adventureland, a.k.a. the place where the most movies are being made. So let's start with Jungle Cruise featuring The Rock coming in 2025. Tell us uh, what's going on at the Jungle Cruise, Leslie. 2025. I love I love The Rock. I love Jungle Cruise. I mean, there's no secret. This is going to be... I, I'm I'm so hurt most about that being delayed. But anyway, attraction. I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, tangent, I'm telling you, if The Jungle Cruise does well at the box office, you're going to see The Rock in The Jungle Cruise 2025. Uh, yeah, money totally. It. Ride overlay for sure. 
All right. So in terms of the attraction now, pre-rock and during COVID version, so they've reduced the boat capacity pretty significantly. They're not using the center bench seat to seat anyone. So that you know is taking out a good, I don't know, 30% or so of, of the seating. Maybe not quite that much, but a big chunk of seating. And they put up plexiglass partitions to separate parties as they're seated on the boat because otherwise it really would be super, super tight. I mean, they usually in normal times cram you in there next to, to strangers. So the line effect is, you know, fairly significant. I call it a medium in terms of, of you know, what it's adding to that. I mean, and that because that sometimes can be an attraction that's, where the lines are fairly reasonable at certain times of day and it's been creeping up for sure. Yeah, I mean Jungle Cruise is one of those attractions where like the carousel from part 1, like I look at the wait time there and it does not match up to what it seemed to be like in the before times. Like I will see Jungle Cruise and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train be around the same wait time on the app, which of course was very rare in the past. And I think the reason why is if you're only loading these boats at partial capacity, well, it takes a while if you've been on this attraction before for them to actually pull the boats up to the dock, right? And that time is not changing, but you're loading less people on. And so I think that's really kind of having a pile on effect for the attraction. So this is one of those attractions that you want to get on early so you don't have to worry about lines later or get on when you see a line that is low in the app so that you don't have to worry about it. What about a Pirates of the Caribbean. I am assuming that it's just the same as like Splash Mountain, one party per row, rows empty between parties. Yeah, exactly. But it's kind of working a little bit more like, I mean, it's working more like Small World because it's a bigger row across. So you're getting like a whole party in a row, then you're having to leave the next one empty. So it's not as much like Splash where you might get a party taking up a couple of rows right back to back and then leaving one row empty so the effect is is a is more significant there i'd I'd give it a small to medium somewhere in that range yeah that makes sense i i uh forgot for a second there that splash has the narrower boats so great point magic carpets of aladdin that's gonna be like dumbo it's gonna be one party per carpet so effect on your actual wait time is gonna be low but This is one of the attractions that is in one of those choke points. So if the line has been extended, you know, they kind of have no place to put people. Um, So it can be just kind of crowded. Just avoid that area if you're not walking through Adventureland. Uh, It can get so tight. It feels crowded, like even on the, you know, least busy of days at Magic Kingdom. And then finally, uh, your son's and my daughter's favorite, quote unquote, Swiss Family Treehouse. Tell us uh, what's happening at the Swiss Family Treehouse, Leslie. So it's, you know, use your judgment. Guests are asked to practice social distancing, but there's not a lot of like external things that have been added on by Disney. So, you know, I, I haven't really heard as to how this is, is working in, in practice. Like, because in pre-COVID times, of course, everybody would kind of crowd around certain room lookover points. So I don't know. Have you heard anything, Joe, specifically? Yeah, I think you just kind of like wait, you know, it's like waiting in line at the grocery store. You just wait yeah. like a safe distance away while people are like uh, looking at whatever they're looking at. And then you move to the next thing and you carry your hand sanitizer with you because your kids are going to be touching everything. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not the best of, of COVID. Yeah, maybe I'm going to skip uh, Swiss Family Treehouse for a little while. So I know that it's mainly not on surfaces, but still not about that life right now. All right. So that 
covers it for Magic Kingdom, you know, that's what we have for the social distancing on attractions. Of course, some things may open back up. And when that does happen, we will cover it. If stuff has opened before we've released this episode, or if there are things about social distancing on these attractions that we've missed, please let us know. DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com at WDDeciphered on Twitter or on our Facebook page, DisneyDeciphered. Leslie, do you have a final Disney do or don't for 2020 for us? All right, Joe. Well, to end 2020, I am going to encourage people to go ahead and book some 2021 vacations. I mean, we've all been watching and waiting and canceling things. Um, You know, obviously some people have gone to Disney World. Many of our listeners have, but you and I haven't. But I have been spending the last week booking trips for later in 2021 that I think I will actually get to take. So my do is to go ahead and give yourself permission to do that. And I, of course, used a fantastic travel agent whose name is is Joe Chung, right? Yeah, I heard of that guy. He's all right. <laughs> I got Alani booked for, for uh, summer 2021, guys. But go ahead and book uh, Disney World, even Disneyland. I got to reschedule a Disneyland vacation, too. But give yourself that per- <laughs> per- give yourself that permission it's getting it's going to be better in 2021 it, it it will be there's a light at the end of the tunnel and and I'm so excited indeed me too me too man that disneyland trip from march 2020 to who knows when i know it was i think i've rescheduled it 3 times now maybe i scheduled it for summer and then i scheduled it for september for the fall and then yeah and then i scheduled it for november for right after thanksgiving and it's been canceled again So I have not rescheduled it, but we'll see. We'll see. We have officially reached the we'll no longer speculate on when Disneyland is going to reopen phase of Disney Deciphered. So we're just going to wait until we see the news and then uh, we will let you know. All right. Well, again, thank you so much, everyone, for listening in 2020. We really appreciate all of you who have reached out to us. We love hearing from listeners. So please, again, reach out to us, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at WWDeciphered on Twitter or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Leslie, thank you for the cheap plug. If you are planning a vacation for 2021, you can reach out to me, Joseph Chung at TravelMation.net. And I'd love to help you out at no cost to you. Leslie, thank you so much for a great 2020. Honestly, getting the chance to talk Disney with you throughout all these months has really made it a lot easier to get through this whole thing. And I just, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate that. And of course, appreciate all of you who have listened. And right back at you, Joe. I will forgo my usual ending. But for me, this is, has helped get through some some dark times, just dreaming of travel and dreaming of, of Disney and sharing our finds on Disney Plus or just talking about, you know, what we plan to do when things go back to normal. And thanks so much to all of you for listening. It still blows my mind that we have as many folks who listen to us every week because we're just kind of having fun and doing what we want to be doing anyway, which is talking to each other about travel and Disney. Well said, Leslie. Well, thank you all so much. Again, we are hoping for a great 2021 for all of you. Other than that, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And we will see all of you at Disney somewhere in 2021. Thanks, Joe.